Hey, welcome back. I want to talk with you today about marriage and just specifically marriage whenever we have children with special needs. You know, there can be a lot of extra challenges and stress that will come on our marriage whenever we are parenting our children that are differently abled. And so I just want to have a conversation about that today. A tool that my husband and I use in order to just stay connected with one another and how we kind of check in with each other. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently abled children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. So many of you may know that actually the divorce rate is higher in a family where a child has a disability. And the last that I knew, it was actually 80 to 87%. But then there has also been some stuff come out that says that that actually wasn't accurate. However, it is at least a 10% increase in likelihood of, of basically your marriage ending in a divorce than the already current divorce rate. So it's regardless, one way or the other, whatever the number may be, it is still a higher chance. And so I think it's something that we have to be very honest about and we have to be proactive about working towards building community and staying connected so that we can just continue to have a happy and thriving marriage. Being able to stay connected and to work together as a team can be a really great tool to strengthen your marriage. My husband and I have found that to be true. Even as my children were being born, you know, I remember when my twins were born, it was a pretty strenuous schedule of trying to feed them because they were smaller and I was trying to breastfeed them. And so we were having to syringe feed them as well. And then also trying to, you know, get my milk to come in. It was just, it was a process. And um, I remember in the hospital, one of the nurses actually telling, or maybe even a few of them, telling my husband and I, that we were working great as a team and just doing a great job of working together. And, you know, that actually struck or that actually stuck with me because I have found that to be true in our marriage is we are actually pretty good usually about working together as a team. So, you know, whether that would be caring for our children, caring for our home, it's not like we're expecting one or the other person to take care of everything. We will talk about it and then we both work together on it. Which I think has been very helpful over the years, especially just as with the different craziness that can happen in our house. Like I've mentioned, we have sensory seekers. And so, you know, our house can feel chaotic at times. And I think the fact that we we kind of started with that foundation of working together as a team has been very beneficial. But I will say, you know, finding the time to just communicate, to be open with each other, to check in with each other has been a struggle for us because we do get so busy, 
you know, just living life, taking care of our kids, all of that type of stuff. And so we've started to implement like a basically daily check-in with each other. And we follow the principles of um, Dr. John Gottman, who shares about, I think it's, I can't remember, I think it's 20 or 30 minutes a day that you should be connecting with your spouse. And so sometimes we don't quite hit that, but we do have a consistent routine of checking in with each other. I have noticed as we've been doing it, we used to do it once a week. Now we've moved it to daily, but we've done at least the once a week for at least a couple years now. And I've noticed that since that, it has just helped so much with, you know, feeling that kind of emotional closeness of knowing what's going on with the other person. What are they struggling with? You know, what are some great things that are happening for them? I find it's just a great resource for connecting. And I want to encourage you, if this feels very overwhelming, you could start small and you could, like we started with, we did it once a week. I will say I've actually found the every day to be a lot more beneficial. And even if you could only start with five minutes a day, I still feel like connecting on some level is just so helpful and just kind of creating that unity in your marriage. So that's been a great tool for us. And we just do it daily. You know, you could do it while you're cooking dinner together. You do want to be, sit, you know, with each other, looking at each other, not just on the phone, chatting about it, that type of thing. But actually in each other's presence, looking at each other, engaging in the conversation. Here are some sample questions that we have used in the past or do currently use. But, you know, like one day we might ask, how was your week? So what was going on with you this week? What did you feel about your week? Uh, anything big, anything good, anything bad, just basically give me a breakdown of how your week was. And then another question is, how could I help you to feel loved this week? So for the upcoming week. And that's a great question because it gives you the opportunity to communicate with one another and to be open about, hey, when you do this, I feel very loved by you. And a lot of times if there's some miscommunication about like a love language, maybe they don't understand your love language or you don't understand theirs. This is a great soft way to be able to just communicate when, you know, whenever you do this, I feel very loved. So I feel like that's a great question. Um, another one that we've asked in the past is, is, you know, this is a designated time for this. And it could be, is there any conflict that you would like to discuss? And um, we actually don't really do that one as much anymore because we just kind of address it as it comes along. But that it could be something if you're struggling to really deal with conflict, then maybe you could have like a designated time that it can be talked about. We will also do five appre appreciations. So I'm thankful for these five things that you did. And another thing that we like to do is like three things that we're grateful for, not necessarily about the other person, like the five appreciations, but three things that I'm grateful for that day that, you know, it could be anything. I mean, it could be the fact that we have a home, just anything at all. I think that's super helpful. And then just sharing about like your spiritual growth. So what is the Lord talking to you about? What is something that you read in scripture that really spoke to you? I mean, anything at all. Just that kind of that connecting with each other on a spiritual level can be very helpful in just getting to know your spouse better and knowing their heart and knowing what's going on with them. I think it's also very important to find support and resources outside of your marriage as well. Just having those people that you can communicate with whenever you're struggling 
to, you know, if he's struggling with a situation with a child or feeling like a burden, the burden of caregiving, whatever, feeling burnt out, whatever it may be. And then also just having resources to go to whenever you're not sure what to do. I think having those together is amazing. But I also think, you know, we can't expect our spouse to meet our every need, be our full support and be our resources. So having other places outside of that that are going to be very helpful that understand your specific journey on parenting your differently able child I think that that's a great tool as well and it helps you to kind of come to your marriage with a more emotionally healthy attitude I guess if you feel like you are not isolated overwhelmed and have no idea what to do with your life it's very hard to connect and to find time to connect whenever you are kind of in that fight or flight mode just because you are lacking the resources and support that you need in order to just parent your your children and show up as the wife, the mom, all of that, the friend that you want to be. I think that having the resources and the support also can help us to be able to be healthy, emotionally healthy and emotionally present in what can often be a very stressful environment in our home. So I think placing that priority on connecting with each other and like I said, doing that, you know, 10, 15 minute check-in with each other a day, 20 minutes, whatever, just checking in with each other every day, being intentional. I feel like that's one of the most important things is to be intentional about prioritizing your marriage because it can be very hard to when we are in that caregiving mode, whenever we do have children who may have some challenges that can be just very time consuming or very um, overwhelming at times. So it can be very hard to get out of that mode and just kind of make the time to connect with other people around us, make the time to connect with our spouse, actually prioritize ourselves and the fact that we do need help. That can be very hard to do and to admit as we are caring for our children because a lot of times we can feel like no one else understands or no one else can do it like we can do. And I am going to talk a little bit about that on a different episode as well. Um, Just the importance of needing to get away and of needing resources. But that's a hard one. It's a hard one we have to work through, especially if we have children who maybe are medically sensitive. They have a lot of medical issues. It can be very scary to to leave or to do something for ourselves because we do feel like it is our job to keep them safe and it is our job to keep them safe and obviously we have to we have to practice wisdom and discernment with that as well you know we we don't want to just leave our children with someone that isn't equipped to care for them so this is obviously going to be very specific for each situation But that is just a resource that we use as far as connecting together as a married couple. Obviously, like I said, we do want to look for outside resources as well to help us just to be emotionally healthy and able, just best equipped to parent as we would desire to parent. But that daily check-in has been extremely helpful for us. And I want to encourage you just to sit down with your spouse and ask them if they would be open to doing that. And if it feels like too much to commit to 15 to 20 minutes, at least start with five minutes and pick one of those questions or pick a different question. Figure out what specifically, like what areas are you guys struggling to be connected on or what areas do you desire to be more connected on and find questions for that. 
you know, tailor it to your specific marriage, but just taking the time to just talk to each other, to know what's going on in their life, for them to know what's going on in your life, what's going on in your heart, in your mind, all of those things. It can just be so helpful in just unifying our marriage. And in honestly, it also helps the environment in our home because when we're unified, that just, and, and we're feeling safe, we're feeling calm, we're feeling peaceful. Our children pick up on that and that just flows out into the rest of our house. So it is really important that we do this. And I know sometimes it feels like the last thing we have time for, but you know, when we look at the increased divorce rate among families that have children with special needs, it's obviously not, it's not the kid's fault. You know, we just have to be honest about the fact that it's because there is a lot of times more stress and it can be very isolating. So finding ways to offset that. So finding ways to get connected with your spouse and with others, finding ways to manage your, your stress in healthy levels, making sure you are communicating about your feelings and you are connecting with your spouse and being open and honest with each other and just making time for one another. I know that's easier said than done at times. And sometimes we have to get creative with it. And we have absolutely had to get creative many, many times. And, you know, we might end up doing our check-in while we're eating dinner or something like that. You just have to get creative, but you can start small and then just build up from there. And I would just encourage you just to give that a try. Pick one question, pick two questions, whatever works for you. Create some kind of routine with that. And just even if you have to set a reminder on your phone, something so that you won't forget. And just try, try that, try checking in with each other every day and see how that helps just the feeling of unity and of being a team, how that helps that, that feeling in your home. So I would love to hear from you. If you already do this, I would love to know, like, what's your routine? What do you, what kind of things do you talk about with your spouse? Maybe you would give me some new ideas to try. And then also if you haven't, but you want to start, I would love to hear how, if you start doing it, how is it going? Is it, what kind of questions did you decide to ask? And is it working well for you? So I hope this helped you. I hope that it just kind of helped you to remember that checking in with each other and just being connected is so important. It's not only important for our marriage, it's also just important for the, the environment in our home. And it's important for our children to see us as a team working together and loving each other and loving them. So I will see you back next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.